Shabbos Tafayin Hey was tying three lines to the bottom of Ayin Dalal and Beis. But Tefesh Day Tefiras the son sews two stitches. When you stitch two stitches, which is going in with the needle and coming out with the needle, it's not going to stay, it's going to fall out right away. And therefore, a malachas machsheves has to be something that's going to be of substance and something that stays. It's talking that once you do that, then you tie them together with a knot. So every time you have tefira, you have to have kshira, and therefore you really chayim two malachas at that time. Of course, if you did kshira already, and it's behalom echad, then you would still only be chayim two kabbalas at this point. In any case, the Taisi Yantav actually in the Mishnah explains, that's why it says, Abarim Chos because every time you do all 39 malachas, you'd actually be chayim, or actually have done 40 malachas, because you did kshira twice. However, you're still only going to be chayim 39 kabbalas, because we're talking in a case where you did it by Lama, and therefore, the kshira, which was done twice, only chayv one carbon, so you still only chayv third nine. Malach is very interesting and long taisis yantiv in the Mishnah. If someone tears and rips something in order to sew it up again, so the Gemara says, Kriya Mishkan, Mihava, where do you find the concept of ripping something in the Mishkan? The only way you have malach is something that was similar to done in the Mishkan. Where would you rip something in the Mishkan? Rab Rabzir, Damatavayu, Rab and Rabzir both say, we turn to Ayin Heim and Aleph, Shekain, Yuriya, Shenavu, Badana, Kayan, Babatai, Fresa. If there would be a curtain in the, in the basement of the Mishkan that a worm got into and it made a hole, they would have to rip it apart in that area in order to square it off. And then they would re-sew it around that area. Otherwise, like Rav says, it would crease the fabric of the curtain and therefore they did it this way. So you therefore you had a, a din of Kriya and that's why it's an Ab Malacha. Rav says the name of Rav and he say three dinim that he learned at some point from the name of Rav. If someone just pulls a string that's part of a beged, but now the beged gets um, detached from each other and starts pulling apart, you pull it in order to tighten it to each other, so then even though you didn't actually take a sewing needle and you put it through the beged and made and did it in the action of sewing, but here, since the beged is now getting together, you're still going to be chayiv a chatas. If someone learns anything from a mogish, we'll touch mogish in a moment in the Gemara, chayiv misa, you're going to be chayiv misa. If someone has the ability to make the cheshman on seasons and on constellations and he doesn't do that, then you're not allowed to say over anything from his name, even if it's a dvalocha, you're not allowed to say it over in such a name because he's holding back from doing the right thing and learning and teaching people the idea of Tukufus and Mazos, which is complicated. The Gemara says, Magushta, when we learn to do the Magushta, we have a Machlech of Ravishbol. Chadama, Chashi. One says it's a Machashiv, someone that does sorcery. And one says it's a Min, someone that's Oivet Avedizar, and someone that gets people to try to go and do Avedizar. He's a Mesis. The Stayim, the Gemara says, the Rav, it must be the Rav, in this Machlech between Ravishbol, and what a Magushta is, it must be he is the one that said that it's a Min. Because we just learned from the in the name of Rav, that someone that learns even one thing, anything from a Mogish is Chayim Misa. The Isak, the Chashi. Now, if this Mogish that we're referring to in the memory of Rav is a Mechashif, is a sorcerer, Haksiv, Lois Silmod says, you can't learn to do it. How about the Alamit, Lahav, and Lahiris? You'll have to learn from a sorcerer what the magic is in order to understand it and to paskin. For example, a Tamachachmo, someone who's on a, on a Bezdin, has to know if this person is a Mechashev, he has to know if there's real magic, and therefore maybe he's Chayim Misa. In addition, if someone comes out and is doing all type of m- magic tricks and doing some type of Kishuf, then you'll know if he's a Navi Sheker or not. Rashi says, Shetav and Shu Mechashev, you realize that this person is really Mechashev, he's not really Navi. 
so of course it's a good, good, good thing to understand. Some say, how do you know it's a mitzvah? It's something good for a person. You should watch them, guard them, and do them. These things are chokba will show you wisdom and yibina to the eyes of the nations. What is the type of chokba and bina that the am could see clearly that Klal Yisrael has bina? This is the cheshbon of tukus mazals. Like Rashi says, shechachba hanikarasi. This is chachba that's recognizable. Shemaralam simen ledvarv bila chachava mazals shemayidim kedvarv. By showing them the way the chachava mazals work, it'll show them that they understand what's going on. Shaim shanz ukeshuma v'ikain. By saying that this year will be very dry or very rainy, or shanz eshkuna v'ikain, and it'll come out like that. Shekol itim ufi malachacham zelosel malosel b'mazal tali. Everything is based on the mazal and based on the way the chachava goes around the world. Just an interesting Taisus, the second Taisus, Amgusha, Perish Ba'arch, where is the Machlekes Rav Shmuel? The Pligi Bahadamar Papa Be'elam Galchen, and my Kater Papa says, or some say the guest says, Rav, that Pari Amgusha, Pari was Amgushi, Dixiv Hine Yetzah Maima, Chadama, one of Rav Shmuel says, last week, Shavim Hayyetzah, he went to Kishiv, the Chadama, Gedufi Shayo Isa, Atma Vedazara, Shayme, Leah Erivani Asisani, the Ainil read the Pligi Rav Shmuel, but my Damar Papa, it doesn't make sense. Rabbi Shmuel will be chaylik. Our Papa said, "El pligi amgusha sheniska b'shum makom mishnah b'brayso." Anytime it says amgusha in a makom a mishnah b'brayso, that is weird chaylik. But it wasn't on the case of our Papa. But it's just interesting the shaila on pare what amgushi means over there is relevant to our Gemara. The top tais is can you read shenav bandaga? It's interesting also because Tamil read the brayso erig amrinan kareil menas lutf v'shteit fiyus hech mishkachas lo mishain david kista. Over there, the Gemara doesn't say like our Gemara where you had this worm or moth type of thing which made a hole in the rear. It says what happened was that the stitches that you made were crooked, and therefore you had to pull out two tefiris and re-stitch it. But I read the Mishkan Amunim Biyaisa Umnim Biyaisa. There were greater craftsmen. But in the Zarim Shlaiyahayu Aisa Kachista, it was there were people that would never do something which was not straight. But also like Hamishon Abadara. Why over there did Gemara not say the case of Agamar? Because Agamar was looking for how, what happened in the Mishkan. Why is this a Malacha? And they would said the actual way that this happened potentially in the Mishkan, that they had to rip something, was in the case that a worm comes and eats through the Begin. However, that's not normal. That's not Shkiyach Tikka Malacha. And in Ha'irig, the Gemara wanted to find a case, which is much more Shkiyach. That's something that people would actually do. In addition, over here, you would actually have to do a lot of stitches. It's actually not two stitches. It would be multiple stitches. Over there, we want to find a case where you're actually doing only two stitches, and that makes much more sense. So, yes, at the bottom, the Afagab, the Hashloy, Mishkach, Mishkan, Almanas, Litvashtate Fears, it comes out if the case of the Mishkan was Shadaf Badana, where there was a worm in it, and therefore they had to do a lot of stitching around it. So, where do you find a case where it was Taifashtate Fears? So, he says, that's a Svarahud, the Shtate Fears have a double Hashem. Taisus is explaining that from our Gemara, we're only seeing that this is a Malacha that was in the Mishkan. As far as the actual shear, that's going to be based on the Svara, that two tefiris is a Dabba Chashem, and therefore that becomes the shear of the Malacha. The Gemara continues, Hatzad Tzvi, that if someone goes and hunts deer, is another case 
of a Malachas HaMishkan, Warren Lam Tes Malachas, and then the Mishnah continues with all the Maisen they have to do with in order to get to leather and to tan leather. Tad Rabbanon, Hatzad Chalazim HaPaitzai, Eina Chayi Valachas. If someone is hunts or traps a Chalazim and squeezes its blood out in order to get the blue dye that's made, that's made from the Chalazim to make Tchelis, you only Chayi one for Futzad. Rabbi Yudah Eme Chayi Shtayim. However, Rabbi Yudah says, you are Chayi two says not only because it's odd, but by squeezing out the fish, it's also this fish-like creature. It's also dush. It's also like dush, which is threshing grain from its stalks. And here, so you're taking out the blood from the dog. They respond to him. What's the time of the It seems like disha completely. That disha is only applicable to gedulik. Kaka, and fish is not Gedul Kaka. Now, there is a Machlaikis, would a behemoth be considered Gedul Kaka or not? What do we mean? Of course, Gedul Kaka generally refers to something that grows from the ground, but also something like a behemoth that grows from the ground in the sense that it eats from the ground and therefore it has its growth and nutrients from the ground. Masha'enkin, a dog, a dog gets its nourishment and it lives in the water and has nothing to do with Kaka, and that's what it might mean. Ain't this all Gedul Kaka? It's Machlaikis in the Achreinim. The Gemara is, why do you say? You only chayiv for tzad, or if you are behudi, you chayiv because of disha. You should also killing the fish, and therefore you should be chayiv because of the tilus yishama. And tilus yishama lechayra is al shaychet. Or a beichran shapatzum eis that would happen over here. You were squeezing it when it was already dead, and therefore it wasn't shaych the tilus yishama. But ain't chadami the fear of beichran. If it would be alive, you would be have a problem of the tilus yishama. Rav says no. I feel the same shapatzum chay. You actually squeezing when it's alive, but misasik who eats the tilus yishama. You actually misasik. Taisa points out it's davish em miskavin in the sense. That, that's not your kavana. Your kavana is to take the blood out, and it has nothing to do with you that you're actually killing it. You didn't even think about that. So, therefore, that's considered Darashem Miskavan. Rashi seems like that, but maybe Rashi means more that it's an actual Masasik, like we learned before the concept of Masasik. According to Taisa, it works out very good. That Lechayer of Shimon, even by Darashem Miskavan, where he says that it's Pata, it's still going to be a problem with the Psikration of Layamas, then it's not considered Darashem Miskavan, and you're going to be Chayim. Where says, no, Shani. When a person is performing the process of taking out the dam, the dye of the chalazin, he actually wanted to stay alive because the grass says that the mara of its dye will be clearer or brighter when the fish is alive. Once it dies, it actually ruins the dye and therefore he actually wants it to stay alive. So it's not even the Dovish Hemiskavan. He actually doesn't want this to happen and that's why in this case he would be potter. It wouldn't have a din of Nathil Shushama. Rashi says, He's actually trying to make sure it doesn't die quicker. That would only be only if he doesn't care for what happened or not. He didn't have any kavana to actually make it die. In that case, Rabbi Shimon would say But over here, he had kavana the opposite. That he doesn't want it to die. Tesis has a little bit of a different understanding of this concept. V'ashaychtoi, the Gemara continues, that shechita is also one of the Lamed So the Gemara is having me is right now, that it's only dafka shechita, not killing an animal, but doing a kosher shechita, 
What is the chiyav because of sheichet? Now Rashi says something interesting. He says Where do you find shechita in the melech mishkan at all? They had to have the skins of the elim lamely b'shechita. Why did shechita b'chidik and amisragi? Even if they just killed the animal, they didn't have to do a kasha shechita to get the skins. And therefore, why does the mishnah specifically says sheichet? Rav holds that in Chirami it's dafka shechita because over there the blood will spurt out onto the neck of animal and be tzeveya the animal and the is in the Mishnah is really because of tzeveya. Now even though the Mishnah already said tzeveya and therefore if it's only chayyeh because of tzeveya if you Rav the chayyeh there wouldn't be thirty nine malachas. We'll have to see how the Gemara ends off the idea of Rav and that won't be a question. But Shmuel Shmuel says that in Chirami it's not shechita dafka. It means it tils shama and therefore the word shechita is lav dafka. Gemara continues on Ayan Hemaveis Mishum Tzaveya in the Gemara asks about Rab. How can you say it's only because Tzaveya Mishum Tzil Shishom Loi? It's not going to be because of Tzil Shama. The Gemara answers Ema Af Mishum Tzaveya that Ein Chadami. Really, Rab also agrees that of course, if you kill a behema, you'd be chayav because of Tzil Shama. The point of Rab was we said the case of Shchita in the Mishnah just to point out that Shchita would be Tzaveya and actually you would be chayav two different chayuvim in the case of Shchita. You'd be chayav because of Tzil Shama because of Shechit. In addition, you'd be chayav because of Tzaveya because it would be dying the neck of the animal. Omar Rav, Rav says, Milsa the Amri, the thing that I just said, that Shechita is because Tzaveya, I'm going to say something else about it, the later Lesidari Basra, because other generations, later generations, should come and make fun of me, because they'll be able to ask, what is the need for Tzviya? And therefore, since it wasn't a derech to be Tzviya an animal, you should be potter. Some say because Malach She'in Tzvich Lagufa, but Pashup Shad is that it's not needed, and therefore, Lachaira, that's not the derech to do Tzviya. So, of course, you should be potter. Of course, Malach Shemachshav has to be something that's the derech. Rav was telling us that it's the derech of Shaykhtim to actually make sure that there was blood on the naked animal. Because when people come to the marketplace and they see fresh blood on the animal, they realize it's fresh meat and therefore they'll want to buy it from this person and they'll have more buyers. Part of the tanning process is you salt it with a lot of salt and it makes it get harder and then it tans. So, L'chaira, salting it is part of the process of Ma'abit. It's not two separate things. It L'chaira is one thing. You're right. Take out one of them, either Ma'ochay Ma'abdai, and put in the case of Sirtan. They used to make lines in the hides of the animal in order to know where to cut it at, that, at some point, and therefore that is Ma'ochay. And since we see in the Mishkan there was sirtut, so therefore all types of sirtut would now be also. For example, the sirtut that we do in our sifritayra, the Rishayim all are bothered here. The Chayyim the Gemara is bothered. They have salting and tanning, and it seems like one malacha. It seems part of the same malacha. But we know we had zayir teichem meraki before. Which even the Gemara before said that with three of the similar type malachas, and really it shouldn't have been written except that they were in the Mishkan. So here also, Lachayr, even if it's part of the same type malacha, it was done in the Mishkan, and therefore maybe that's why it counted as two different malachas. Rashi, right before the Mishnah, says that there's a difference because he says, You have to understand exactly what Rashi means, but there is a difference between these cases and the case of Zayar, Ber, and Meraki. If someone salts the basa, you're because of ma'abe. 
There's no concept of Ibur Ba'uchlin only when you're tearing for hides. Taisa points out, Ain Lahatami Khan Milichas Uchlin, the Osam Drabana Milicha, Perkbanish Rasam, Afilo Biantav Asa, that would also be Anyantu be Asa as well if you salted a lot. Amavash, Afilo Rabbavuna, Layama Ibrabavuna that says Asa, El Kabayla Lorcha, only when you're going to take it for traveling and therefore you want to preserve it and you put it on a lot of salt. Aval Besa, but to keep in your house, Loy Masu Inish Mechlo Kaits, a person doesn't put so much salt on it, and therefore it makes it like hard as a um, piece of, of wood, and that's why it wouldn't be the case of Ma'abi, that would be different, and that would be Mutah. We said if someone smooths something or cuts hides, you also If someone rubs the ground between the pillars that makes it soft, so that would also be a problem with Machik. There were three things that were told to me from Rabbi Ashi, or some say Rabbi Ashi, in the name of Rabbi Shum Levi. Number one, if someone cuts off and planes off the top of the poles to sharpen them and to make them the same size, then it would be basically it's finished already and you're just doing it in order to smooth them down to make them the same size as the pole next to them, that would be because you're trying to do something exactly to a shear. If someone takes the dressing of a wound and smooths out and rubs it onto someone, that is that would be the issa of smoothing. The third thing, if someone chisels a stone on Shabbos, is not talking about like Rashi says, it's already removed from the har. It was already hewn from the mountain, and it was already formed and shaped properly. Now you're just doing this in order to make it smoother and nicer than Yechai because of Makabatish. If someone engraves an image onto a Kli, so someone blows glass, which was to make glass, you used to blow it, and to make it nice, that would be a Chiyav of Makabatish. That is the Gemara Malacha. You're finishing touches to any item that is essentially really complete already, and you're just doing this to make it nicer or to finish it off and make it smoother. That would be the key of a macro patish. Omer Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Haiman the shokla kupi miglimi chayim mishumakar patish. Someone takes out the protrusions that were coming out of a baguette. For example, if you had some thorns or some piece of wood or threads that were hanging out of your baguette and you pull them out, that would be a problem with But only if you mock it on What hakpada is, some say it means that you wouldn't go out in the street with it, or some say it's even less than that. That's just something that you'd be mock on. That would be a issa of mock However, if you're not mock on it, for example, you would walk out into the street with this baguette, then you wouldn't have the chiyav of Mako Bepatish. The Gemara continues, If you wrote two Isis, we said that the way this was done in the Mishkan was that you had to crush him, and to know which one goes next to the other one, you would write Aleph on one and Aleph on the other, and you knew that was where they would go together. The next one you write Bez and Bez, etc. So you'd write two Isis, and that's why you chayab on two Isis. The Gemara says, If instead of writing two Isis, you wrote one very large ice, the and in that space, you could have written two. So you used the same amount of ink, the same amount of power, everything exactly the same, and you could have written two ices, you're still part of because you actually only wrote one ice, and that's not the Machshavs of Kaisushte Isis. However, if you actually erase a large ice, in that case, because the whole point of Mechika is to be Mechik in order to be Kaisiv. And since Ksiv is Shte Isis, therefore the Mechika is in a place that you could write two normal sized Isis. Like Rashi points out, Rabbi Nachman Barbiesi is the Tanakam 
Tama, he's just explaining this is the Chumrah of Mechika over Kaisif, like we just said. Gemara says, Habayinu by Sesma Mechavah, Mechavah, the last five before Hitzah. Rav and Rav the Amr Tabayu, they both explain Makavah Pathish, Kalmidah, Ispeh, Gemara, Malocha, anything that is a finishing touch on an item that's essentially complete already, then Chayim Mishu Makavah Pathish, that's a Chiyav Makavah Pathish. Harei El Avos Malachas, we said that in the Mishnah, these are the Avos Malachas. Elu Lafukim and Rabbi Lazar, the Mechayim Atalda Makavah Av, Rabbi Lazar holds that you actually Chayim, even if you do an Atalda and an Av, in the same Halama, you'd actually be Chayim two Kabanais. So therefore, our Mishnah is saying, these are the Avos Malachas, you only can be Chayim 39 Malachas, but you can't be Chayim more. Because Tolda, you're not chayyab b'makom ab. Chasa achas lafuker mid Rabbi Yudah. That part of the Mishnah is coming to exclude from the Shittas Rabbi Yudah. The Tanya Rabbi Yudah Imer Moisif as Hashavit b'hamidaki. He was actually Moisif on the weaving process. Two other parts which were similar to other parts of weaving, shavit and medakit. Amaloide said back to the Rabbanon, shavit harei b'chal mesach. Shavit already included in the Mishnah in mesach and medakit harei b'chal erig. And therefore, since it's part of the weaving process, that's not counted as two additional malachis, and therefore there are only thirty-nine standard of his malachis, and we'll stop over here.